0: What's up Kyle Chaos?
1: Not much air in order. Just uh, getting closer to getting out of here next week.
0: Oh really, you taking your time? Thought you didn't need to plan. (laughs) You know, just go.
1: Well, it's better for me to plan because I mean I gotta look at how lost I was last time. So I think if I'm gonna bail, I should bail in a day that there's more taxi cabs running. Because I think it's going to be better for me to call a cab and get over there than to be lost for as many hours as I was lost last time.
0: So, yeah, you going to stockpile some herb before you go or you going to stockpile it the day you go? Wait, say that again? You going to stockpile some herb the day you go? So you ain't got to be going to the...
1: I'm not really thinking of herb as much because I'm not really as concerned about getting herb. I mean, like... The last trip, I didn't really smoke any herb uh, because, I mean, there wasn't anybody I really liked this time. Yeah, but, you know, like, if there's nobody that I feel like I trust enough to party with, then it's like, you know, it doesn't make sense to try and smoke herb if I don't know if I can trust the dude. Because, like, I remember one time I went to the motel, and it was like, okay, like, when I got the Mescaline, and uh I got dosed on mescaline on the day that Bowie died. I was at a motel, and I thought this dude dosed me on the Mex- uh, on the mescaline, which maybe he did maybe he didn't.
0: So if you don't find was, like, any- telling me it wasn't what? so if you don't find anybody to party with, you're not gonna smoke.
1: Yeah, probably not. I mean you know like when I went in June I found somebody that I could party with at least I could trust as far as partying and uh, you know then I was able to party but uh, if I don't meet somebody like that it's like probably not happening you know like I said my main concern is just to be in a place where I'm relaxed enough to you know just where I'm relaxed enough to uh, just be comfortable and be relaxed enough to take good shits and, you know, all that, just kind of just to be relaxed and comfortable is my goal for this, 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 uh, you know, going there.
0: Yeah, but, uh, I forgot to do the intro. Welcome back to the Kyle Chaos and Aaron Order Show. I'm your host, Aaron Order. And I'm Kyle Chaos. And yeah, I gave my two weeks notice today, so I'm excited about that. <laughs> like now now all you got to do is try to take those uh, what is it
1: cma classes what do you call it cna cna
0: okay yeah you just gotta work these last couple weeks and then like see when the cna classes start like sometime this week right on
1: sounds good so when they start this week
0: no, like, uh, I need to see when they start. Oh, okay. Right on. But I think they said it starts in like two, three weeks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that was last week when I called on Monday, or this Monday. Yeah. Yeah, so by the time I get done with this job, I should be able to start classes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, other than that, you know, it was a boring ass day. I just spent the end of my day trying to help this lady set up her phone, but her phone wasn't working right.
1: Uh, yeah, yeah,
0: Yeah, so I had to rush to with, catch the bus. Yeah, uh, right on. Yeah. Uh, a little bit. Yeah, let me, I mean, I mean it's tiny though. Like,
1: only got like enough for
2: really long months.
1: Okay. Okay. Yeah, 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 Somebody goes to get something, I should probably steal that. I, don't know, I want to finish the last bowls I got. I just keep putting my dairy in And then when the dude with the dog is here, I'm like, I'm just like thinking nobody's in a mood to do it, and I'm just like, not in a mood to. I don't know, I've just been trying to figure out how to deal with the real world lately. But, uh,.
2: I'll see, see what I'm do.
1: But yeah, no, today was today was uh mostly all I've done is really all I've been able to do is I've been listening to this other chick's forum, which I guess the chick that does the forum isn't dead because there's a bunch of messages on her forum at least her forum's still up I haven't heard her voice on it but a bunch of people are leaving messages on her forum so I'm thinking she's probably still alive but she plays a lot more that forum's more for newer music or you know stuff from my generation maybe a little bit before there's some like I think there was one song from the 50s I've heard so far mostly a lot of uh, mostly a lot of 80s and 90s stuff but uh, listening to that and then trying to I got some of my money out of the bank but uh, I don't know, I'm having a little problem right now because uh, I don't know, like if, if something goes wrong when I'm trying to get money out of it my bank is closed, so I have to get money out of the ATM, but if something's wrong with the ATM and I can't get as much money out as I want to or something then they automatically put that I have a fraud alert and I can't get anything out of my account if you know I can't get all the money out it's like oh you put you tried to get money out of the account too many times and something went wrong so then I have to say how much money I wanted to get out of my account
0: yeah yeah so like uh you're able to pay like for the hotel room in cash
1: yeah, no, and no, I've been able to do okay. It's just now with this, the ATMs are giving me, I mean, unfortunately, since they shut down the damn bank that I like to go to because of the damn government lockdown, it's like I have to do everything through the ATM. And if I do something wrong with the ATM, then I get a, a fraud alert.
0: Yeah, like, they had a fraud alert for me. On like...
1: I'll go half on one. Yeah.
2: Okay, Yeah. you wearing this We appreciate you
1: Wait, cool. Cool. But yeah, it's
2: like So it's like I can't There isn't much room
1: for me to screw up If something goes wrong when I try to get money Out of the
2: ATM
0: Seems like somebody's trying to
1: make it A real pain in the ass for me to get money Out of the bank
0: Yeah, I think and they're then, like, doing that with everybody's accounts Because like when well, I tried to spend like 150 At the clothing store or like uh to buy my niece and nephew clothes, like uh, a fraud alert popped up, and then they were like, "Did you, you know, do this and shit like that?" So like, yeah, they turned down my card until I used my text alerts to correct it, and then they let me buy it.
1: Yeah, no, I mean, I checked my money, and everything's like to where it should be when I check the bank this time. So it looks like I don't have any problem. But meanwhile, while all this shit's going on, I'm getting these goddamn uh, calls on my phone, like these, uh, like robocall calls on my phone every time this happens. And then the last time when I went to the bank and corrected it, I get a message from that same chick that's doing all the ripoff shit on my, you know, that I get text messages on my phone, and it's like, and the winner, Sylvia Petreras, and it's like, what the fuck is going on, and, you know, like, she kept trying to, like, when I talked to the bank and say, you know, I was just trying to take, you know, this much out of my phone, and it, it kept saying that it was taking 20 more dollars out of my, or out of the ATM, and it kept saying that I was taking 20 more dollars out of the ATM after the second, third time. That I was trying to do this, and it was like, what the hell's going on here? You know, it's like I'm really tripping on dealing with the ATM now. Like it's really bothering me that I'm stuck dealing with the goddamn ATM. Like I almost feel like the government's trying to make sure we all get ripped off a lot even. You know. Like shutting everything down. It's possible. So, I don't know. so that was. That's like the most frustrating thing I've dealt with today, and it's really bothering me. It's like, okay, like the next time I deal with it, i I'm going to be at the motel, I'm going to try to be at a bank where I can take all the money I want to take out out of my account. But next time I deal with the ATM to pay the rent, I wonder how much of a pain in the ass I'm going to have to deal with. And it's like, God damn it. That is, I don't know. That, that's just bothering me. Okay, so that's what my day was like. I heard a little bit of the uh, DJ, there's my, the station I'm just, I like to subscribe to is doing a fundraiser. That's another thing I'm going to try to do when I get to the bank is pay money to the radio station I want to subscribe to, and then when I get back home, I'm going to have to get uh, some help from somebody in trying to get the envelope and or get the stamps I got envelopes hopefully they're okay in okay shape and uh, but you know try and you know address the envelope and put the stamp on it and get that shit done so I'm not sure whether I'm going to be able to do that depending on when I come back and I don't know I'm not sure what I'm I'm not sure what I'm doing half the time right now everything's just all weird I don't know Everything's crazy. They're not that crazy, but just, uh, it seems like a frustrating thing to do anything, but I'm, i got to get this done. I, got this. I told the radio station I was going to give them money, and they listened to my complaints, so i got to give them money. Uh, I can't blank on those dudes. They answered my complaints, that's important. Yeah. At least last last year. So at least I owe them for last year, adding some good new bands on the station. And hopefully when, when, if this shit ever ends, which it doesn't seem like it's going to end, but if it ever does, then uh, hopefully uh, they will have a music director that adds a bunch of more rock-oriented new bands and at least some of them, at least some, as much rock-oriented new bands as they did last year there's just got to be a certain amount of rock oriented new bands for me to want to donate if it's all if all the new ads in the station are mostly Mellow Indies that just doesn't make me want to subscribe either. yeah so hopefully by me getting money or giving them money it'll add to that. there's support for rock oriented new ads it'll keep adding rock oriented new ads that's my reason subscribe to the station, you know, that's what's important to me, you
0: know. Yeah, you gotta support your local news radio, people. Well,
1: yeah, I just gotta support whatever is keeping rock alive and wherever I'm at. If there is something keeping rock alive, because there isn't much that's keeping rock alive anymore. Mm Mm-hmm. At least not that I can afford with my uh, lack of budget I mean because satellite radio is doing a good job at keeping rock alive, but uh, they made those radios too expensive.
0: so <laughs> I can't afford As long that anymore. you just take some of your stimulus money and pay for them.
1: cause it's just like, okay, what are my options? Okay, my options are since even if I save enough money, there isn't a place I can afford right now now. That I know of, you know, if things work out, you know, with you and your situation, then we can move into a place. Then that's something we can do, or something I can do. that yeah, I can afford I'm every just month. gonna
0: have to wait until after the CNA class and you're done for, because I'm gonna save up yeah. money from this job. I'm not just gonna blow like the. I should have like over a thousand dollars by the time I'm done with this job. So basically, yeah, a, yeah. yeah like. When I start the new job, I can be like, okay, here's my, you know, pay stuff. So we're looking at about a couple more months before we can move into a place. Yeah, yeah.
1: So it's like, I'm just looking at it, okay, there isn't anything uh, I can afford the monthly rent on that I know about right now. So. You know, where even if i save the money to... if i save the money it's nothing i can afford you know like when i was looking for the apartments in arizona there wasn't anything i could afford the month a month rent on once that money was gone so it's like the best thing i can do right now with the money is try to make my next couple of weeks at least you know be in a place where i can relax you know relax and be comfortable for the next couple of weeks and, uh, you know, that's, that's pretty much, at this point, all I can do. And, uh, and I'm trying to think what we were talking about. how did I get on this tangent about, uh...
0: Yeah, you just you went, just went off something. on a tangent. Well, I reason why You know, like, uh... It had something to do with what you were just saying, so... Yeah, because I had asked you, like, um you know, where you're going to smoke with anybody.
1: Yeah, no, 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 it was after that. It was something you just said, like, within the past minute or so. I don't
2: um, remember.
1: Yeah, it's like, okay, well, let me think. We were talking about, uh, like, what are my options or something like that. So my options are, yeah, as far as saving. There isn't anything that I can afford if I save the money. So the best thing I can do is have a couple of good weeks re- Right now, I'm going to figure out what the hell I'm going to do a couple months from now, which I'm not sure what I'm going to do because it depends on how bad the government lockdown restrictions are as far as what, I'm, what I what what I, I can do, if I can help myself or not. So it's kind of, uh, I don't know, just everything just seems uh, like still is the place I'm in is the most affordable place I can stay at. And I just gotta worry about that I think is what's going on so, so that's like My world right now I don't know I don't know where I'm going with this
0: Oh yeah And then like a guy left the uh Program like uh Josh the Muslim dude mm-hmm. Yeah like He all of a sudden started doing heroin And fentanyl And fucking left the program And we, Like one of my roommates found some fentanyl In the uh under the head, well, under the like desk or whatever in their room and like, from, like my roommate Nate flushed it down the toilet Yeah I did even know it I mean, how can
1: you tell the difference between fentanyl and heroin? Like, how do you know it's fentanyl?
0: Well, heroin's usually brown or gold Okay, so fentanyl is a different color? Yeah, it's white, apparently Oh, okay.
1: Well, now I guess that's how you can kind of tell whether you're getting fentanyl or you're getting heroin or whatever. I don't know. Like, I wonder if you could tell the difference between fentanyl and opium. Because Out of all that kind of shit, that was the one thing I did that I liked, was with, with, uh, opium. Yeah,
0: yeah.
1: That was way back when I was 18. Haven't done it since. When I was 18, I could have become addicted to that shit. Luckily, I didn't. But That was very enjoyable.
0: Yeah, apparently Josh was all twacked out and smoking fucking heroin or whatever, like, behind the house. Yeah. Staying up all night, waking uh, up his roommates. No, damn, so he
1: must be going through the heavy withdrawals then, staying up all night then. If if you're staying up all night, that's the withdrawals. Mm Mm-hmm.
0: Hold on a second. Let me see when i got to catch the bus. Because I'm downtown. Oh, jeez. I'm going to be down here for an hour? Fuck yeah. me. Now I'm
1: waiting for an hour for buses. I remember, like when I'd come home from uh, the old Finnegan's Wake wait- uh, meeting group meetings, I'd have to wait an hour for the uh, Westwood bus to take me home. Now that that route has gotten a lot more complicated since when I lived in that area. Like when I moved out of that neighborhood, maybe like, hey, this is a good chance to really complicate going to that part of the valley on the bus. You gotta take another transfer and wait for another bus at night. Thanks, MTA. I thought when, when the gas prices got expensive that you were supposed to make it easier to get around for the people wanna use public transport or want to use uh, public transportation instead of uh, polluting cars, but you made it even harder to get around in LA. Exactly the opposite move you were supposed to make when the gas prices got this high, you know, but we're supposed to try and make transportation in LA and easy as transportation in New Orleans. Yeah. Okay. So should we dive into the news? Okay, are we we still in Yahoo? Yeah, I think we're still in Yahoo, right? Yeah,
2: yeah. Okay.
0: Wait a second. Yeah, fuck it. I'll get home at the same fucking time no matter what bus I catch.
1: Yeah, I mean, if it's, if it's an hour wait, that's worth it. If it's more than an hour, then that's kind of fucked up. But If it's an hour to an hour and a half, that's tolerable. But...
0: Nah, it's just a less than an hour. I'm just going to go sit somewhere. Okay.
1: Yeah, no, that's what I didn't try that bus since until it came. I wait for an Africa. Now that they're making it even more complicated to get around in LA, this is fucked up.
0: What have they shut rounds down?
1: No, oh, they shut a bunch of like as soon as I moved out of out of uh, the valley and I moved to San Bernardino Riverside, I come back and it was on the same day that I'd gotten dosed on the mescaline. So I'm high on mescaline and calling the MTA, and they're telling me how complicated, well, first I find out how complicated the bus route going to my friend's house in Burbank was, and I'm getting pissed off, you know, and I'm and I'm high on mescaline, and I'm pissed off, because, like, you mean you people have really made it that complicated just to fucking get to Burbank from goddamn Panorama City? And it's like, and every time I'm getting pissed off, the person, like, the phone automatically hangs up, and it's like, Ah, And I'm just screaming, and it was funny. And uh, I think I called the MTA like three times trying to get the directions, and every time they told me how complicated it was, I was getting more and more mad talking to the bus people. And it's like, okay, so this is the way to get there.
0: Yeah, it sounds like a trip.
1: Yeah, it was. It was a very that day, like from that morning at 10 a.m. to like the next morning at about 11 a.m., I was pretty much tripping balls. (laughs) It was uh, a trip doing whatever that day. (laughs) I mean, the ultimate peak was like maybe an hour and a half before I full-on came down. (laughs) It like got more and more intense and more and more intense and more and more intense until like... Right before I came down, and then it was like, whoa.
0: What is mescaline?
1: It's a heavy psychedelic. Although not that, I mean, there's, I don't know, well, the amount I took, it was still pretty tolerable, but it was, yeah, it was pretty heavy psychedelic.
0: Yeah, the only psychedelic I've ever taken is just mushrooms
1: yeah yeah no mushrooms is pretty that, that's a pretty good one too or intense one too I, I mean I'd say mushrooms is the best one to take really That has uh I mean mescaline's good too I mean I can't tell you know I can't say which one is I mean both my experiences on both of those two things were relatively good I'd say the mescaline I had was better maybe it wasn't like the most natural form of mescaline or whatever but you know, like, the mescaline doesn't make you sweat. Like, mushrooms
0: made me sweat. And the mescaline didn't make me sweat so much. Uh, mushrooms didn't make me sweat. It just, like, fucking made all the colors trippy and shit. Like, everything was uh, more yeah. vibrant. And it looked like... Cause uh, the, it made, you know how the paint on the ceiling is, like, kind of rough looking and shit? yeah, yeah. Yeah, it looked like snakes were crawling underneath the paint and shit.
1: Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, well, they probably were in the other dimension. That's probably uh, the serpent spirits or whatever. But uh, Yeah.
0: yeah. It's, uh, and then, like, uh, we were yeah. playing, like, the UFC game. And, you know, I wasn't the mm-hmm. only one that saw it. Like, we were all having a shared experience. You know, everybody else was like, Aaron, why the fuck did you point that out? Now I'm seeing it. <laughs>
1: yeah yeah no well that's, in that dimension that happens a lot well what what time what year was this at uh two thousand eleven two
0: thousand twelve
1: uh, you know I didn't do anything heavy those two years I just the heaviest thing I did those years was well, two thousand I was probably drinking a lot more back then than I am now and uh doing uh just drinking and smoking weed but i was drinking a lot heavier back in those days but uh the nowadays but uh it was a trip
0: yeah i'm just taking off this fucking mask and i'm like why the hell are you still wearing this damn mask when you're just walking down the street and i forgot my mask today
1: when i had when i did my business so i had to get somebody else to help me do a lot of my business I just totally forgot, I just like wasn't thinking, oh shit, yeah, we're still in a, we're in a not, oh, speaking of that, before we even dive into news, it got me really mad this morning hearing this radio show that again uh, caters to a black audience that was saying, let's give a heavy shout out to, to, uh, oh, who's the, the politician Usually I like her, but lately she's, since this government lockdown, she's kind of become more of an enemy. Um, Maxine Waters for telling Jim Jordan to shut his mouth. And I'm like, no, (laughs) not going to give you a shout out for that. How dare you give him a shout out for that? Like, this is somebody who's telling the truth about how we've been losing our freedom for the past year, and you're cheering to silence his speech? Yeah. Fuck that.
2: That you know that
1: was just fucked. I mean, it's like trying to make a group of people that have been classically oppressed to go along with this new oppression of silencing everybody's speech when they don't go along with your with your government oppression. And it's like, god damn, this is like your show has so much goddamn brainwashing on it every fucking day. When I look like both the National Show in the news chick that comes on it's just like doing so much brainwashing and the ads in between it's just so much brainwashing it's like the Nazi big lie that they just keep repeating the same lies over and over again and expect everybody to believe it,
0: yeah, they do,
1: and it's like you're you're gonna cheer for i mean I, and like I said i' everything just seemed to have gone topsy turvy you know like. Before, it was like Jim Jordan was the one talking about taking away our freedom, you know, towards the middle part of the decade before, say, 2016, 2017. And Maxine Waters was the one who was trying to fight to give us freedom. And now everything's the opposite. Now Maxine Waters is, like, talking about taking away our freedom, and Jim Jordan is talking about giving us our freedom. And it's like, I don't know, I don't really believe either one now all the way, but when one is telling the truth and the, when when one's pushing for freedom and the other's pushing against freedom, I'm gonna go for whoever's pushing for freedom, but I'm also gonna know that probably both sides don't really want to give us freedom. But I mean still, okay, overall Maxine Waters's record is to give us more freedom overall, but lately since this government lockdown, she's been against our freedom and lately since even though she lockdown, does run for our freedom
0: even though she does right? run economies into the ground well that
1: too but okay you know i mean yeah that's that's part of how we're losing our freedom is through the economy being shut down but either way it's just
0: no before that freedom. like Whoever her pushes. the uh, district she was over was bankrupt before the pandemic
1: okay in la
0: yeah
1: Okay.
0: Yeah, she's one of those deficit runners that they bailed out. Yeah, yeah, with. but the
1: deficit doesn't bother me as much. That doesn't bother me as much as our freedom being taken away.
0: I'm just saying she's a bad businesswoman.
1: Okay. Either way, I don't care. I don't. I don't look for when I vote for president. I'm not voting for a good for, for a candidate. I'm not voting for a. Uh, a uh, a good business person. And I probably would have even, if I was in her district, I probably still would have even voted for her in the last election because she's still better than a lot of the politicians and was better than the one running against her overall. But she's really becoming like someone that's against freedom and that's really bothering the shit out of me. And when the media is like celebrating when she's going against freedom, that really bothers me. Yeah, you know, that's Celebrating true. her silencing this dude's speech, that really bothered me.
0: Yeah, because they were and a, definitely, and like, overall, like, making sure that what he said didn't get out. Yeah, and and they didn't say anything
1: that Jim Jordan said. They just made it like, oh, Maxine Waters is going against this racist dude who's saying all this, whatever, you know, like, making him look like he was, like, a, a racist blowhard or something. And it's like, you didn't say anything that he said. You didn't say what he was saying. So, like, and the, it's like they're all not letting his words be heard at all. And it's like, what the hell?
0: Yeah, pretty much. But you ready to dive into the news while I walk down yeah, the street to the bus stop?
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. Let's dive in the news. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
0: Alright, uh, wild video. This is InfoWars. Wild video. Man saves wife from bobcat attack. Yeah.
1: Okay, I mean, that's like funny story. I don't know if that has much to do with whether we were being screwed over or not being screwed over, but I don't know if you want to cover a funny story. I don't
0: know. I just thought it was just worth a little mention.
1: Okay. Uh, what's in Yahoo right now?
0: Uh, we we covered covered Yahoo already.
1: Okay, so we're starting with Infowars. Yeah. Okay.
0: And then, uh, watch. 12-year-old child suffers horrific side effects following COVID vaccine trial.
1: Oh, shit. What happened? And which vaccine was it?
0: Uh, This is the story of Maddie and the horror she has endured and continues to endure following her inoculation. Okay. Social media personality What's Her Face breaks down the story of 12-year-old Maddie who suffered severe side effects after being subjected to COVID-19 vaccine clinical trials. Hmm. COVID vaccine trials have begun on children, reads the video's description. This is the story of Maddie and the Horrors. Uh, Please share her story so her parents can see the dangers. Well, so parents can see the dangers of this vaccine posed to their children. With enough awareness, maybe we can prevent another tragedy from happening and eliminate so much unnecessary suffering.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Well, we'd have to watch the video to see.
1: Okay. And, and how, how long does the video? Did they tell you how long it is?
0: Uh, we can come back to it when I get home because I can't get internet on my other phone.
1: Yeah, yeah. No, that makes sense. And my brain is just still thinking of Jim Jordan. Especially that one part where Fauci is saying uh this liberty personal. doesn't matter when it comes to health or what like you say liberty doesn't matter and we're supposed yeah, to be okay it's not about with Maxine liberty water is telling him to shut his mouth what the hell when fauci's saying liberty doesn't matter we won't talk about liberty what the hell
0: yeah he said this isn't about liberty
1: yeah this isn't about li- like yeah it's totally about liberty i mean liberty should always be more important than health
0: I do agree.
1: And it's, I'm sorry, this just really bothered me. It's just like, and that they're aiming this at a radio station, a radio show targeted to a classically oppressed people telling them to go along with some kind of oppression. It's like, what the hell?
0: And then shock footage. Man suffers seizure inside car at drive-through COVID vaccine site. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it's just a video, though. Okay, another video. Workers frantically attempt to revive man passed out behind vehicle steering wheel. Mm Hmm. Oh, wow, this is actually an article. Okay. Disturbing footage out of the U.S. shows a man suffering seizures behind the wheel of his car while at a mobile COVID-19 vaccine site. In the video circulating on social media, a person films the adverse reaction through another's car as people are queued up to get the vaccine. Mm-hmm. The footage shows several workers frantically attempting to wake a man back into consciousness as he appears to have passed out following the Moderna injection. He then begins suffering convulsions oh, wow. as a worker is heard saying, I think he's having a seizure. Well... A second man. Moderna
1: vaccine.
0: Yeah. A second man in a red car also appears to be fainting following the vaccine as the person filming says, Holy shit, man. That fucking freaked me out right now.
1: Yeah. Use these bioweapons. Don't seem fun.
0: Yeah, folks just passing out, another person says. Yeah, and then that's it for that article. Right on. So, okay, kids aren't taking the vaccine well, and regular dudes aren't taking the vaccine
1: well. Yeah, you know, a lot of people aren't taking the vaccine well. Some people, I've talked to some people and seen some people that are surviving it okay, and some people aren't. So, it's, uh, I just don't want to deal with it. Shit.
0: Yeah, and then uh, thousands of child migrants moved to new emergency intake site.
1: Mm, where's this new emergency intake site?
0: Fort Bliss site reportedly equipped to handle, uh, yeah, Fort Bliss site reportedly equipped to handle thousands more.
2: hmm
0: Federal authorities have moved thousands of child migrants to Fort Bliss in El Paso, Texas, according to reports. Nearly 3,000 illegal aliens claiming to be underage have already been transferred from the border to a facility deemed the Fort Bliss Emergency Intake Site, which was established just weeks ago amid a historic surge of underage illegal aliens crossing the southern border. The migrants are Mm -hmm. boys and girls between the ages of 13 and 17, Department of Health and Human Services officials told local media. Mm Mm-hmm. The Ford Bliss EIS provides needed capacity to accept children referred by Customs and Border Protection into ORR, Office of Refugee Resettlement, care where they can be safely processed, cared for, and either released to a sponsor or transferred to an appropriate ORR shelter for longer-term care, authority said in any statement. hmm The Ford Bliss site... Okay, this is- the Fort Bliss site is reportedly equipped to handle up to 5,000 residents.
1: Okay, what's this article? Okay, because I, I just totally lost it for a minute. What's this article about?
0: It's about a place where they're moving uh, the child migrants to. Oh, yeah, to.
1: Fort Bliss. Okay, so what conditions are these migrants in again?
0: They're just kids, so they're fine. Well, no, you mean, I mean, like it's an army base, so... Who knows? Okay, it's an
1: army base. Okay, so. Okay, but this is the new place where they're they're locking up uh, Mexican kids, or getting them someplace where they can't go where they want to go or whatever. You know, but I guess you're a kid. You got to do have some kind of you know where they are have an eye kept on them. But you know, how how scary is it be to be like, how scary is it to be a kid, around a bunch of authority types that are. Uh, got you in a place where you can't really come and go the way you want to or, you know, it's not like a natural place to be. Yeah. That's, it I don't know, this, this just sounds similar to what Trump was doing, really, but okay.
0: On a grander scale.
1: Yeah, but the the more grand of a scale, the scarier it is to me. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Yeah, officials claim arrivals are screened for COVID and administered tests every three days.
1: Oh boy, that's got to be fun. (laughs) Come on, we're going to shove the thing up your nose again, kids. Are you ready?
0: Yeah, migrant miners are being shuttled to facilities around the U.S., including convention centers, temporary camps, and even NASA Research Center. (laughs) Damn. Damn. Yeah, there's space aliens for sure now.
1: Well, you know, I knew something was going on, you know. I knew I knew when those aliens were coming into the country that, you know, the spaceships with the fuzzy dice, I knew something was going on. <laughs> yep. I've never seen a spaceship with hydraulics that went up and down like that, you understand. <laughs>
0: Yeah, the Biden administration recently selected the Pennsylvania International Academy in Summit Township as one of the latest emergency intake facilities for child migrants. Mm. Whoa. A Boeing 737 contracted by the federal government transported 146 girls from El Paso to Erie International Airport on Tuesday night. Which co with coach buses bringing them to their final destination. Mm. A dormitory at the school, designed to house 648 students, has been repurposed to hold foreign unaccompanied minors, the majority of whom reportedly have family members already in the U.S. That. Yeah, and then that's the end of the article.
1: Okay, so I don't know. To summarize it, it sounds like it's similar to what Trump was doing, if not as bad or worse as
0: Oh, it's what definitely Trump was doing. worse because they're just making they're just making room for fucking migrant kids and they're putting them in internment camps.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it's it's still yeah, it still doesn't it doesn't sound like anything's really changing.
0: Yeah, because before they weren't making any new facilities for adults and families. Now they're making room for the kids.
1: Yeah, no, that's pretty scary.
0: Iceland court rules mandatory hotel quarantines are illegal. Who, who holds this? Iceland court rules mandatory hotel quarantines are illegal, so you don't have to quarantine a city to get in the country anymore. Right
1: on. Yay. Okay, at least people in Iceland are getting a little less screwed over now for that chains. Yep. Cool. Should we go more into that, or is that self explanatory?
0: No, nah, self explanatory.
1: Okay, okay.
0: Watch project Veritas triggers CNN's Brian Stelter after network's anti-Trump agenda exposed.
1: Okay, like why would that make Brian whatever so freaked out? (laughs) I mean, okay, CNN has been shown to have a bias on something. Big deal, hasn't that happened already? Big deal. I mean, that's been, like, the past few years, so, like... I mean, nobody's been able to say that either... That any of these news people have an objective... Objective journalism, or whether there is such a thing... Can can you really do something called objective journalism? I mean, I don't think we can do a really objective journalism. You know, but... uh,
0: I feel like we're pretty objective on this show.
1: Yeah, I mean you might be feel that way. And I kind of think we feel that way, but I'm sure there's people on the other side, especially the ones that agree with the lockdown that are saying we're completely biased. You know, it all depends on how you look. It's just like, it's like the difference between my parents and, and me, you know, like I look at them and go, Oh, you guys are brainwashed. And they look at me and they go, well, you're brainwashed. (laughs)
0: Yeah, I see what you mean.
1: So in some way, everybody has like their way of doing journalism and, and you can't be objective because, you you know, you have some kind of a a, a humanity towards you and you got to like take some kind of side on every issue. And so there isn't really such a thing as objective journalism. But yeah, I mean, I see like how, especially since there's government lockdown, there isn't any news source, or barely, there's a few news sources, like I said, that I tr- trust more than others, but I trust a lot less news sources than I did before this started. Like a lot of people that I thought were cool, I've seen that they were just cool until the uh, jaws of government tightened down on us, and then they could show their true face, and that, that's that been scary to me.
0: Yeah, Project Veritas was able to ask CNN reporter Brian Stelter for his opinion on recent undercover footage showing a network director admitting they engage in anti-Trump propaganda. The Veritas reporter asked Stelter about CNN technical director Charlie Chester's videotaped comments such as fear sells. Does fear sell? The PV journalist asked Stelter. The off-guard CNN reporter repeatedly answered, I feel really bad for you, without explaining what that meant.
1: Yeah, okay, that's not much of an answer. I mean, I don't know if fear sells, it's just, we're being taught to fear, the corporations want us to be afraid, like, okay, I mean, maybe it's true, we're all gonna die, like, that's, I'll give them that, but, the, 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 the corporations want us to be so afraid that we're willing to give up our freedom to and to to just have less and less and less that's worth living for because they've taken away most of it you know like we're we're supposed to i don't know it's just really weird how everybody's just being taught to give up their rights and give up their freedom and and to just sit there and take it
0: yeah that's true and then the, the story continues, the irritated Stelter kept making hand gestures to a nearby CNN maintenance person as if he was asking them to help get rid of the journalists. Eventually, the maintenance worker ushered Project Veritas out of the building at Stelter's command. Damn,
1: that sucks. That's, uh, that's a drag.
0: The hilarious video captured a mass stelter ironically wearing a sweater reading Journalism Matters Now More Than Ever. Yeah.
1: It does. It really does. I mean, but... I mean, I don't know. Like, it it really does, but it still comes down to... when it. There's certain media you can trust to cover our recent loss of freedom and in certain media you can trust to cover... Again, like what's what's happening to uh, you know with the with the cops killing black people, and it's like it's like really you just got to look at, uh, at like who's telling the truth on on each issue, and then decide you know decide like what's really the truth here, I and mean, you can't believe either side's press one hundred percent. Or if there is a – because, I mean, that's it. It's like you've got two parties that are really on the same side but just on different issues, and then you've got a bunch of people that aren't affiliated with a party, and some of them are, are really out to, to help us, and most of them have an agenda of taking away our freedom. So when the Democrats take away our freedom, it's like, yay, the Democrats are taking away our freedom because our policy was ultimately to take away your freedom. <laughs>
0: Yeah, and then uh, uh, I think this is pretty funny. The Infowars is taking Bitcoin donations.
1: Okay, now, that's not funny. I mean, a lot of people see that as a as a more trustful way to get money. I don't know. I don't know if I think that, but uh, some people. I don't. I don't know why. Yeah, I don't know why they want Bitcoin so much. But okay.
0: And then a Black Lives Matter activist charged with anti-Asian hate crime.
1: Okay. Well, it sounds like like what you were talking about. A lot of the hate crimes are done by other traditionally oppressed minorities that are being taught. And I I keep thinking of the Bob Dylan. There's a Bob Dylan song that came out around the time that the... uh, that the civil rights thing was happening. I mean, it's still happening now, but you know, the, the original, you know, when Martin Luther King and them were doing their thing and talking about how the white supremacists that don't have money are a pawn in, in the rich people's game. And, uh, I think in a lot of ways, uh, there are other pawns in the game too. And, uh, a lot of times, I think uh, people of traditionally oppressed races are being. They're, they're. Certain people in the media are trying to push the hatred of uh, Asian people to eventually get them screwed with. And it's. Everybody's. We're all, like, in a way, being pushed into being pawns in the rich people's game, and we got to try to avoid it.
0: Yeah. It just seems like all this coverage of anti-Asian hate crime is sort of like subconsciously making people go after Asians.
1: Yeah, I mean I don't know if it's so much the coverage. I just think it's like it's like the rich people are going to use this as a as a way to to get some tighter restriction on everybody's freedom. And, okay, yeah, we're meant to kill each other, and, you know, like, I see this stuff going on, like, I I see a thing, like, I don't know, it's like, yesterday I was, like, listening to a country song, and the country song made me think of something really fucked up, and I said the fucked up thing that I was thinking of, and right at that point, somebody's hearing me say this fucked up thing that I'm saying because I'm making fun of a country song. And I think they're thinking, whoa, he's really like that, you know? And it's like, <laughs> and it's like, uh, I was like really tripping on it. Cause I don't know. It's, it's like, it's like, I can't, I don't know. It's, it's just like, there's just too many things that could trigger any side to like push whatever they their. The, the stuff that makes us a pawn in whoever's ganking, you know. and whoever is You
0: me. And the next story is CBS deceptively edits gun out of Adam Toledo body cam footage.
1: Okay, Adam Toledo, which which case is this about? What's this
0: about? Media complicit in fanning flames of race war. CBS News appears to have deceptively edited footage of the police shooting of 13-year-old Adam Toledo, according to researchers on social media.
1: Okay, I'm trying to remember. The the shooting of Adam Toledo, like... I'm trying to remember what, what... was he a black dude or?
0: Uh, in body cam I mean, footage of March ninth shooting, Toledo can be seen holding a pistol just before a Chicago police officer shoots him.
1: Okay, so this is in Chicago, so I'm guessing this was a black dude who got shot?
0: Um, well, let me see.
1: And I don't know, like I think they're hyping it too much. Like, ooh, it's a race war. You know, I mean, it is. There's a lot that has to do with race, but I still think overall it's a class war. And it's like, but I think they're I think Infowars is really trying to hype race war, and that's just getting the neo Nazis to want to believe in this r- race war shit. So yeah, I don't know.
0: I just think they're trying to pin it on the media and say the media is trying to make black and white people go at each other
1: yeah I mean I think this is just a general class war and uh, it's, it's like and that race has a lot to do with what's going on but it's, it's like and, and it's a natural thing and, and people are trying to fight to overthrow all of this government but different people are mad for things. And I just think this is just a natural war that's happening in order for things to change. And I really think that this media is really trying to hype the neo-Nazis to want to fight on that side of the class war more, not even the class war. I think they're really trying to push the neo-Nazis to, fight for something that's not really worth fighting, and that it, that isn't going to help them in the long run. That's really just going to get them locked up. And it's just, uh, I don't know. I just don't think this coverage is, is cool. You just, the way they're the way they're pushing it.
0: So I'm looking for the next story I accidentally hit back too many times. And then STDs in America hit record high. Hey,
2: have a night. Yeah.
0: Yeah, let's capture Kyle Chaos' freak out <laughs> on no, okay. I don't
1: know, okay. Should I trust whoever the fuck is banging on the door to see who it is? Even though I'm not like yeah, I, You know, look who we are in the building.
0: Why make the blind guy do it? Yeah, if somebody
1: keeps banging on the goddamn door. Look, come in?
0: Yeah, make Terry and Brent do it since they're the wannabe tough guys. No, they're guys. not
1: here, though, man. They're not here. So, I, don't who, I mean, one of them's here, but like,
0: well, you can go check know. who it is. You ain't got to open the door.
2: What the fuck is this?
1: Somebody banging on the door, man. Somebody's banging on the door. Oh, okay, shit. He's trying to freak me out, Derek. Hey, Sherry. Whoa. And I'm still doing the podcast. I was just like tripping on that. It was just like, whoa, what the hell? Go okay, but it was just fucking Derek trying to be weird and shit. Okay, right on, Derek. But damn, that's annoying.
0: Oh, man, note, welcome back to the Kyle Chaos and Aaron Order Show. I'm your host, Aaron Order.
1: Okay, you got to get to see me go, wow, man, somebody's been banging on the door for fucking ten minutes, man. I just, like, got all tripped out because i like, what the fuck? But I think he's trying to freak me out because he knows the state of mind I'm in and that's the best way to freak me out. I mean, I remember doing that when I was ten or thinking it was the best. And it is. It does fucking work. Exactly. It's okay. You did a good, you did a good prank. I you used know? do the same thing but I used to do different shit like I used to crank a really loud mic whatever my weird message was and it was always probably something stupid that's just annoying and freaky I mean, it probably would have been freaky but yeah it worked third well, this is something that the kids know that not everybody you know the little kids know that we all forget by the fact that we used
0: to you know, yeah because people quit trying to freak you out all the time
1: yeah, I don't know.
0: It's all confusing. Whatever. But okay. Oh yeah, we were going over the story about the Pope saying that okay. personal property isn't like a, You're not entitled to personal property.
1: What was it that you're not entitled to? Okay, like, let's go over what he actually said. direct quote of the poem, because I think the direct quotes they said were pretty, they're they're saying it's something that it isn't, I don't know how to explain it, like when we go into the quote, we can really, it, it makes sense in a certain way, but then I can see an argument against it too, it's like you could look at it in both ways.
0: Give me a second.
1: Mm-hmm right on. Garrett has it together in a lot of ways. I'm sorry. He's a little kid, but he has a there's a certain shit that he knows because he's a little kid. I don't know how to explain it. Okay, but then this is where the annoying part comes in. And I used to do the same thing, but and at that point they're doing something else and they can't deal with you, you know, <laughs> Well, yeah, they do. Shit. He's gonna gonna learn that that he's gonna be ignored. Okay, let's like... They're older so they can ignore you at certain times because they're trying to get shit done. And you're trying to keep them from getting shit done.
0: Alright, ready?
2: He's watching his kid be his thing. Wow, man, Yeah. they break. So
1: what the hell? I get parts of a four-year-old.
0: Yeah, that's it. A four-year-old. Movie. Okay. Four years old.
1: There are a bunch of stages in being four years old. It's okay. Yeah, there's a lot of There's so many memories. Okay. I'm trying to think of these things.
0: Well, you're oh, probably 20. pretty
1: high, Kyle, Oh, yeah, okay. Okay, so we're at the Pope,
0: right? Yeah, Pope Francis goes full communist, says sharing property is not communism, but pure Christianity.
1: No, but that is really, it really is pure Christianity. I mean, you can't, that's not a lie it is very pure Christian it's
2: okay
0: and only a few days after Pope Francis pushed for the regeneration of existing institutions and global governance because we are in debt to nature itself as well as the people and countries affected by human induced ecological degradation and biodiversity loss. okay and he
1: says it's driven by demons.
2: What? No.
1: Okay, okay. What was the state that the there's like demons? Something. I
0: didn't say anything about demons. Okay.
1: <laughs> okay. Then, then I'm on a completely different <laughs> trip right now. Okay. Okay. The entities are are getting louder than you are right. now. Oh wow. I got something for cotton.
2: I got I'm feeling interested in some Skull candies. I'm pretty
0: good with my earbud. Okay, got it. Where'd you get those? That's
2: what really think I I like mine to go over my ears. Like, I just wear these usually to fuck with my phone.
0: Yeah, I got some Bluetooth-like big ones in my bum there. Yeah. You know them white ones that look like Beats by a Dre? And then Pope Francis left the Vatican this morning to celebrate Mass in the nearby Church of the Holy Spirit in Sassia in the center of Rome where a group of prisoners and inmates were also present at the celebration as well as some so-called refugees from the Middle East.
1: Okay. He's saying this stuff. And all of it to me sounds like truth, right? Really it is truth. So I mean I don't think you can deny I think what he said.
0: I think he's just twisting what's there in the scripture to suit his own ends.
1: Okay, let me okay, when we look at what's in the scripture, that what the Christians actually did, it's the same thing that the same thing that Christians actually do now.
0: Yeah, but there's a big difference between charity and not owning anything. Yeah, but I
1: don't think he meant not owning anything. I mean, he didn't say not owning
0: anything. He said personal property is... Hold on. Let me quote him directly. Okay. During the mass, Pope Francis commented on Acts four thirty two that says, "All the believers were on were of one heart and mind."
1: Mm-hmm. No, no, that makes sense.
0: No one claimed that any of their possessions was their own, but they shared everything they had. And that makes sense too.
1: I mean, that is what the two zero
0: six one or one six. Yeah, but, like, the early Christians also weren't rich. They didn't have well, a lot of possessions.
1: Some, well, no, some were rich, some weren't. I think there were Christians of all walks of life, just like they're uh, Christians of all walks of life
0: now. Yeah, and I bring up the quote from Jesus where, like, uh, well, it's not an exact quote, but when he had the rich man say you know what can I do to be a better Christian Jesus said give up all your worldly possessions and you know follow me
1: okay so like that's what they were doing
0: no only a few did that and the rich man he didn't do it Jesus didn't admonish him for having his personal property and keeping it
1: (laughs) Well, I mean, it's okay. I, I don't think Jesus would have
0: a bad trip with people having mean?
1: personal property.
0: 2061 or 2016.
1: But again, I don't think this dude was saying that you shouldn't be able to have personal property. <laughs> you know, it's like... Uh, I, got it I don't think that quote meant you should don't have any personal property. I think it just meant that in your mind, because like you're supposed to take this philosophy of depriving yourself for the sake of others, you know, taking up your cross, that whole trip, part of that is giving a bunch of your stuff to uh, poor people and, and not seeing your possessions as your possessions if you take it seriously. You know what I mean? But yeah, it doesn't mean you can't have possessions. But in general, the, the, the way you have to look at it is... is that the horrible creator wants me to deprive myself for others. So I gotta like make sure. I mean, they might not think of him as horrible, he's great, but you know, it's like, okay, he wants us to deprive ourselves for the sake of others. So we should do that. And, but that doesn't mean you can't have things, it just means there's a lot, you know, that whole idea of losing yourself for the sake of others type of trip. And it's like, uh, okay, so that's what you do if you're on that trip. And so I get that. So I mean, doesn't then, that make
0: sense? It makes sense, but I just feel like he's twisting that.
1: Okay, what does it really mean, and what is he making it mean?
0: I mean, you can't really say much. But he's only taking one statement from the Bible and using it to push an agenda, and that's what people usually do. But like all throughout the Bible, people own their own shit. They own their own slaves. They were people weren't sharing their slaves. Like, oh, I don't own my slave.
1: Yeah, they might not have seen it as that,
0: but it's still like,
1: uh, how do you explain it? it's like however you looked at that and now like everybody's gotten the point that it's not a cool thing you know and I think anybody would be convinced that Jesus wouldn't have wanted people to really do that but at that point a bunch of people were doing that and it was like okay if you're in this situation then this is how you should deal with it you say but I still don't think he'd want people to be in that situation in the first place
0: Somebody eat my fucking pizza rolls.
1: I don't know, like I'm trying to think how to explain it. Like what's
0: Huh? I think uh he be eating I think the creator Yeah, that shit's gone. I ain't give that shit up. I
1: mean I think the creator could possibly go along with I that didn't... agenda. I mean, it depends on how you interpret the Bible, but I think there's a way to interpret the Bible that it still could
0: mean that. that What he's describing is the epitome. Like, Jesus didn't own anything. And Jesus didn't have possessions, really. That's an epitome that can't be matched. So you're sitting up basing what people should do off of an unattainable idea. Okay, but in case, like,
1: Jesus did it, though. Like, he didn't have anything. Like, he did give, like, everything he had to people, I guess. I mean, did he? I mean, I think that's the actions, right? Or did he? I mean, that, this would be a good question in the Bible. Did he give everything he had?
0: And really yeah, have no possessions more like at all? like he didn't want to own anything. He didn't give away everything he had because he never really... Add shit really to begin with.
1: Okay, okay, but picture this dude, okay? Like the situation. He's done what you do in Jewish tradition, which you know, is. He's
0: went w- way above and beyond what's in tradition.
1: Yeah, but okay, he lives this really crappy life, okay? Like, most of his life he's like. Like, working for his dad. Being a carpenter for like 30 years or 29 years, 29 or 30, no, 30 years. So 30 years, he's being a carpenter, helping his dad out. Like that's his life. Just doing a shitty job. You wake up in the morning, you go, you know, do what you got to do. Go to work, uh, you know, do your, make your stuff, you know, like hammer stuff and, you know, do that kind of work. Oh shit! My battery's going down. Shit, my battery just died. I'm sorry, I've used my phone All a lot right, that's today. That's
0: cool, cause like mine's at seven percent. My damn so.
1: Okay, well, hopefully we got a little tiny section of the show done.
0: Oh, well, we, we did more do... than we do usually every day. So.
1: Okay, then shit. More time must have gotten gone by than I thought.
0: <laughs> Yeah, because we've been talking for... You there? Yeah, we've been talking for like 130 or 40 minutes. Yeah, but how much of that time were we taping?
1: 130. Oh, wow. Okay, then I don't know what the fuck time it is now. It's 941. Okay,
0: 987641. Okay, wow, okay.
1: Well, oh yeah, because that's what I was going to do. Yeah, I remember what I was going to do. Shit. Okay, I know what I was going to do. Whoa. But yeah, I still got that shit. Way cool. I got to look at what I got left now.